The following podcast was improvised without a script. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. Good morning, Syracuse! It's time once again for Meatloaf and Tricycle, Syracuse's most zany morning show. Hey, Tricycle. We're back! Yeah, that's you right. stupid mother... Whoa! <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I have no idea, Meaty. Right. I know that I, they tried to fire me. Well, you know, that that's going to happen when you're a big showbiz personality like we are. Anyway, hey, today on the big show, let's not forget we got Goof Goof with the Holly Weird News. What's going on over there, Goof Goof? <laughs> Here I am. Well, All you know right. what? I did have some stuff to report out on the uh, Holly Weird, you know. But you know what? The only news that anybody needs to know is that... They tried to get rid of us. They tried to get rid of Tricycle. And you know what? They didn't do it because here we are. We win. Keep those cards and letters coming, Syracuse. Hey, Sausage, intern Sausage, what you doing over there now, huh? Hey, you know, just um, being grateful to still have a job and stuff. Yeah, so. all right. No, yeah. it's, it's another it's beautiful fine. morning here in Syracuse. And uh, don't forget, coming up in a little bit, if you're caller number nine on the big meatloaf and tricycle hotline, uh, you're going to win a case of Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Love Pepsi. Uh, Mr. Uh, meatloaf, uh, it's uh, uh, Tommy Gunderson. Sorry, Gunderson. This is me, Stan Wackerman. Hello, uh, oh, uh, for Meatloaf, God's sakes. Uh, tricycle. What's going on, Wackerman? Why Hi, are you coming? Danny. What are you doing in our studio? I was told there was breaking news, and I was asked to come in here to read it. All uh, right. I, I, do you have the news copy? Because uh, I was told uh, yeah, to, here, to rush in here right away. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mr. Wack, Wackman. Uh, here here Stan, you go. Stan <laughs> Wackerman. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you can whack it, man. I That's fine. Here. Here's <laughs> copy. You're going to get fired okay. again, Tricycle. Uh, uh, news is serious business, and I'm here to read it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is breaking news. Mayor of Syracuse, Butt McButsky, was... Fu- oh, my God. That's not the... That's not the... That's not the Mr. Wackerman. Mr. Wackerman. I'm sorry. Um, uh, you are? Mr. I'm, I'm intern sausage. Um, I just want to tell you that you're way um, shorter in person than I imagined. I always thought, like, when I listened to you, that um, you were, like, super tall and super hot. And um, Nah, he's a little guy. I- yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, all right, all right. I was told that there was breaking news. Do yeah. you have a breaking news Mr. story for me to read? There's um here. Uh, I found this other copy. Uh, I think they were hiding it from you. Um, finally. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here, here, finally, the breaking news. Mayor of the city of Syracuse, Dong McDongface. Wait a minute. That is not. Uh, we got him again. <laughs> all right. We're just, we're just screwing with you, Wackerman. Here's the real news story. Go ahead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, important breaking news. The mayor of Syracuse, Butt McDongface. No, you just put the two together. That's not even... <laughs> ah, we got him again. We got him again. We got you again, yeah. man. How many times are you going to fall for that, stupid? <laughs> yeah, you're not very smart. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. I'm Sad Wackerman, the man who knew the news before it was known to be news.
All Bye, right. Mr. Wackadoodle. Yeah, get out of here. Later. Go shave your hairy feet. <laughs> All right. So, hey, coming up after this big hit, we're going to play 22 songs in a row so you can get to work on time. But when we come back, if you're caller number nine on the Meatloaf and Tricycle Hotline, we're going to give you a chance to win a family pack of bowling down there at Barney's Bowlerama. Thanks for tuning in to the wackiest morning show in day in Syracuse, Meatloaf and Tricycle. Isn't that right, Tricycle? <laughs> You're right, Needy. Hello. Are you dead? If you're dead, come to Shemansky's family funeral home. We've been burying dead people since 1998. Well, there's one that got away. But whenever you feel like you have served your time and your carcass is no longer needed around the house, bring your dead self to Shemansky's funeral home. I wasn't feeling good, and I went to Shemansky's funeral home, but uh, they said I wasn't dead yet, so uh, they gave me a sandwich and sent me on my way. No refunds if you show up alive. We only accept dead people at Shemansky's funeral home. Damn it, get back in the hole. At Shemansky's funeral home, we take care of you and your family's needs. We've been doing it for an entire generation. That's right. One generation. I've done really good here uh, with my training. Now, when I shove my hand in a dead body, I don't get sick. We have the highest trained staff and top quality embalming fluid. That's right. You'll, you will be stiff as a board for all of eternity. Shemansky's Funeral Home. We're for dead people. I met with Shemansky's to make the arrangements for my ailing elderly mother. Now I can't wait to die myself so I can go to Shemansky's. Two-for-one family discounts at Shemansky's Funeral Home. The funeral home for dead people. We are the voice of Syracuse. Depend on Radio 680. Hello, everyone. It's Joyce. Hi. And Gail. And you know what time it is. It's time for... Who knew? (laughs) Now, without giving too much away about today's show, uh, I do feel like we might want to include a warning. I I know that oftentimes what we talk about um, can be sensitive. Um, Mm -hmm. The kids might say, uh, trigger warning. (laughs) But if if you are someone who struggles with um, death, um, maybe maybe today wouldn't be the best listen. Um, yeah. Although I, I think like so much of what we talk about, facing that fear um, and the unknown. That's right. Um, I mean, don't we all struggle with death a little bit? And, and aren't we all headed there? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. No one gets it's, out alive. It's coming. Yeah. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's just a matter of who goes first. Mm-hmm. My money's on me. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Maybe we'll go together. I, you know what? Oh, what was the movie? Oh, what was the Thelma movie? and Louise? Oh, <gasps> yes, they just yeah, drove off yeah. a cliff. I can see that. Just going. I would you know do what? that. I would do it. it. Yep. yep. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. You, me, this car. Um. Anyway, if that were to happen, um, some poor soul would have to peel our bodies out of that car. Yeah. And um, bring us back to the packages you're looking at today. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I already have my outfit picked out. So far, I, just, um, I know. Ladies, what... uh, oh. it's uh, producer Steve. Yeah, oh, hi, Steve. Uh, we, uh, we have a new sponsor uh, for your show. Oh. And he is uh, uh, on the line with us right now. Uh, it's Mr. Uh, Shemansky. <gasps> oh, perfect. Mr. Shemansky, are you there? Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Thank you so much Hi. for joining us. <laughs> yes. Well, certainly. Shemansky mm-hmm. uh, Funeral Home, we've been doing it for an entire generation. Wow. wow. A whole generation. Just, just one. One generation. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that that would mean you and... and uh, My son and my, uh, my daughter, who... Uh, who uh, helped me out, uh, and uh, and uh, my son's son, and uh, my daughter's son. They helped me out. That, and, that's uh, great. So, so and you my know, my wife who keeps the books, and my cousin who uh, does the floors, and uh, I got a got an uncle who likes to putter around. Wow. I don't know what he does, but uh, mm. so yeah, so it is quite quite a family affair then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sure so, is. so Mr. Schmansky, because I know our readers, it, it's a hard thing to think about, but walk us through it. Now, hypothetically, uh, Joyce and I drive off a cliff in a car. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are just mm-hmm. sprawled out in the bottom of a canyon yeah. somewhere. Um, All right, was this like a sedan or a minivan? Or it's a convertible. A con- yeah, yeah. A convertible. It'd be a convertible for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. Totally, right. absolutely. Gotcha. Um, what What would the first step be? Where Where would you come in? Ah, uh, Grandpa, Grandpa, I, I can't find my watch. Did you? Were you wearing it when you were doing the the, the Frank uh, or Boyle? Yeah, it was. It went once. It was there, and then. I turned around and it was gone. Well, open up Frank Boyle and see if it's in there. Ooh. Hold oh on. Let me out. So, Mr. Shemansky, does that happen a lot? When you does say open, open up, a- you mean... Um, I can't find it. It's still... Hold on. Wait. Oh. Ah, yeah, there it is. Oh, right under his spleen. Good job. This is like literally even... So the same thing can happen... In a funeral home, that can happen like in an operating room because doctors lose their stuff inside patients, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, the doctor left a sponge in me once. Oh. Didn't hurt or anything, but boy, was I thirsty. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so has, has that ever happened? So like you're at a, like you're, there's a funeral and I know it seems like an odd question, but I can't help but think this now. So like maybe you're at a funeral and it's really quiet and all of a sudden like a cell phone goes off inside the body that's in the casket. Has ever yeah, remember the time you lost your cell phone? <laughs> yeah, oh. the phone call came from in the room. Oh, wow. It sure did. Joyce, I just had an idea. So oh. while you're lying there, I am going to sneak a cell phone, like just a burner phone, put it underneath your body. And then Stop like it. during the funeral. <laughs> the- yeah, Will you when, do like, me a favor and we- put it on vibrate? <laughs> oh. <laughs> One last hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know where it's going. And then what okay. I'm going to do, I'm going to turn on vibrate. And then at one point I'm going to call. Seymour! <laughs> Seymour wow. Szymanski! Uh-huh. What place. are you? Are you talking to those radio girls again? Oh. Are you listening? Oh, Am I on the radio? She's a fan. She's a fan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Honestly, it's getting late, and it's just about time to turn off the lights and tuck the little corpses in bed. Oh, oh you got that right. It's almost time to tuck the little corpses into bed. Oh, well, it's your turn. Oh, for God's sakes! Now one's getting up again. Why did? 
Did that stupid grandson of yours, did he leave a live one down there? I hope that's not Frank Boyle. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay, well, You know what? This is just great. This is, look, look. Boyle's walking around right now with his hands out, and he's got his head cocked sideways oh like he's some kind of zombie person, and oh you're boy. sitting there on the telephone talking to them radio girls. All right, Gladys. I got to go, gals. But, uh... But, uh, you know, come on down sometime and we'll, uh, I'm not going to clean this up again, you know. Mm-hmm. This, was, this is your responsibility. All right, all right. We'll pick out your coffin and, uh, you know, we'll, uh... Okay, all right. Well, thanks. Get you all set. Good luck. Hey, gotta go. Bye. Yeah, bye. Oh, bye. Oh. Um, well, wow. um... That was unexpected. I feel like we just answered zero questions. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I well, actually I got a few answers to questions I didn't know I had, but um, right, like yeah, where where your watch might be, yeah, or you know whether or not you're really dead. Listeners, I hope that maybe uh, you will go to sleep tonight with a sense of calm. Uh, that if you should pass in your sleep, um, the entire Shemansky family will be there tomorrow to tuck you in. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, until yeah. that time. And hopefully that's a long, long, long way away. I, I am sure that for all of us here, present, and all of us listening, uh, it is many, many moons from now. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Until next time, uh, be safe out there, stay out of convertibles, uh, and mind your watches. Hi, I'm Mike Buttrell, the inventor of the Tushy Cushy. Has this ever happened to you? Ow, my butt. Then you want my Tushy Cushy, the world's softest cushion for your tushin. Hey, this feels good on my butt. I spent over 16 minutes figuring out how to make a cushion really cushy for your tushy. And now you can buy it online or with your phone. You can also come down to our, what we call a brick and mortar store on the corner of 187th, over over there on the east side. We got the big, the large, the extra cushy. Come on down today to Mike's Cushy Tushies Cushies. (laughs) Don't forget your butt. I had a terrible time with my tushy. Now, I use the cushy, tushy, pushy, mushy in my butt. Do you have hemorrhoids, but you're embarrassed to use a donut pillow? Try the tushy, cushy, and no one will know you've got giant hemorrhoids the size of golf balls. That's right. We got cushies for your tushy if you got hemorrhoids. We got tushies for your cushies if you're a big boned person. We even got ones for the ladies. My tushy has never, ever felt cushier, and my husband says so, too. That's right. My wife and I do tushy stuff every night. <laughs> Honey, stop! Don't... T- oh. I think everyone should join us when we do that. I'm sorry, what? What? So... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The tushy cushy. The best... Cushy for your tushy. 
Later tonight on Radio 680, the latest adventures of Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Hello, lovers in Syracuse. It's time for another episode of Pillow Talk. I'm Lance Hammer. And I'm Barry the Talking Pillow! We are playing love songs all night for lovers. Well, you you can just sit back and enjoy the love tunes with the one you love. God, shut up. So if you would like to send a special dedication out to somebody... Then give us a call right now and we'll take your request and play it for you. God, you really spoil the mood, you know that. I'm a talking pillow. We'd like to hear your dedications... And this is for the lovers in town tonight. Let's go to the phones. Hello, you are on Pillow Talk. Hi, um, I I was calling. I had uh, a, I, I want to send out a dedication to um, th- this person who I don't think it's going to be. I mean, I don't know. I, I, is it your lover? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Is it consensual? Uh, maybe it's, um, uh, this person doesn't know. All right, don't Uh, be shy. Please put the love out into Syracuse tonight and send it through the airwaves. Um, I, I, I want to tell, tell my mom that I love her. How about Celine Dion, the power of love. Now, when you say you love your mother, you do mean that as a son would love a mother. Well, it's kind of, um, it's mixed feelings. All right. How about Captain and Tennille? Love will keep us together. Many options for you tonight, lover. Uh, Captain and Tennille would be just fine uh, for my burgeoning feelings for my mommy. We appreciate. No, no, let me let me scratch that. We don't appreciate. But uh, anyway, thank you for calling. This is Pillow Talk on Radio 680. Hello, lover. You're on the radio. Yes, hello. Hello. This is Pillow Talk. I'm Perry the Talking Pillow. I I think maybe she's a little hesitant, Perry, so back off just a tad. Yeah, well, it's all right. I'm hoping you can help me because... um, we're here to help you to oh my yeah. God. give the well, love to the shut up. you love. Harry, oh, that's, please. That's so sweet. I hope so. So here's my thing. See, long time ago, you might be able to like put an ad, a personal ad in the paper that says, right. I saw you in the grocery store and we both reached for the same pint of ice cream. Well, tell, us, know, t- tell us your story, lover. When, when did you see this person? Well, it was, it was just a, like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. We were at the shop and shop. And, uh, and and I'm looking at the frozen pizzas, and he's standing right next to me. And I'm thinking, ooh, he is so handsome, and he seems so sweet. And so I got a little closer to him, and I'm hoping he'd notice me. And, and I thought, what can I do? I'm like, I just I just couldn't work up the nerve to say anything. So I just I farted really loud. Oh, boy. I think he noticed me, but I'm not sure. And I think if there could be like a song that has to do with pizzas and the grocery store. How about the Bee Gees? How deep is your love? Well, hmm? if uh, if anyone's out there in Syracuse who might have been at the shop and shop uh, just about an hour ago when a lady blasted wind right next to you. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like silent but deadly. It was like yeah. full on. 
a real actual big old cheek slapper. Yeah, 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 yeah I felt that. So I'm pretty sure that he he heard it. He did look at me somewhat, kind of like a side eye. But yeah, I just I don't know. It's when I'm gonna make reach out. Maybe hopefully maybe he can call in the radio station, you know, and maybe we can you know go out or something like let's, that. Let's let's hope we can make a me. let's hope we can make a love connection. And yeah, and thanks. I think maybe it's something he can actually feel in the air, and I mean literally. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling Pillow Talk. Well, Perry, we've come to the end of yet another uh, thrilling, sexy, sensual, loving episode of, of Pillow Talk. Yes, we have. It's time for my patented love poem. Please go right ahead. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I love me. Why don't you? <laughs> I'm a talking pillow. Good night, Syracuse. This is Pillow Talk on Radio 680. Radio 680. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two faces, tap dancers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, Bedtime for Garbanzo. In the last episode, crime boss Tony Garbanzo had slipped away unnoticed, leaving behind Elliot, Lieutenant Polunsky, and his main dame, Tina. You heard me loud and clear. I'll give up Garbanzo only if Elliot Steele quits his job as the city's number one private eye. You gotta do it, Elliot. It's our only chance to finally nab Tony Garbanzo. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Being a private eye is the only job I've known. Why, I remember it like it was yesterday. James K. Polk Elementary School, fourth grade. What's wrong, Nancy? I can't find my lucky number two Dixon Ticonderoga pencil. Your lucky number two Dixon Ticonderoga pencil? That's right. My lucky number two Dixon Ticonderoga pencil. Without it, I won't be able to fill in the little circles on my Scantron test, and Mrs. McGurk is going to flunk me. All right, Nancy. I'm going to use all my brain stuff and smart intuition and look high and low for your lucky number two Dixon Ticonderoga pencil. I shall not sleep until this mystery is solved. Yes, Nancy, even if it brings me potential harm and I risk my life and limb, I will leave no stone unturned. I will look in every lunchbox. I will interrogate every fourth grade kid. I will seek out the... Hey, Nancy. Your stinking number two Dixon Ticonderoga pencil rolled off your desk and landed in my pencil box. Gross. Now my pencils all have Nancy germs. Here. Thank you, Larry. Gosh, I remember it like it was a flashback. Okay, I've made up my mind. I'll do it. All right, Tina. You got your wish. Now, where's Tony Garbanzo? <laughs> You've done the right thing, Tina. Now, to finally get Garbanzo. Later that night, in a dark warehouse on the sketchy side of town near a harbor with lots of fog. Hold it right there, Garbanzo. 
What the? Who the? How the? Where the? Why the? Your wife, Tina, gave you up. Now you're going to the slammer. Into the squad car with you. Say, Ellie, I gotta hand it to you. That was really some sacrifice you made. We've had our differences over the years, but I can't believe you're giving up being the city's number one private eye. Oh, I'm, I'm not number one. I'm like seven or nine or something. You're thinking of Tank Mallet. I can't quit something I'm not doing. Like the old song says, Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man. What? 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 Another crime solved and bad guy set to the slammer. Thanks to the number seven or nine gumshoe, Elliot Steele. We'll be back next time with a new adventure as Elliot comes face to face with Darren Devilshorn, the city's most corrupt big business mogul. Can Elliot solve this crime? Will Darren outwit them all? And do ramen noodles ever fully digest? Find out next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Brought to you by number two Dixon Ticonderoga Pencils, the Lucky Pencil. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com.